You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Some interesting times going on with the San Diego Padres these days. Uh, let's delve into that. I'm Allison Twitter. I'm here with AJ Casavell, who is the beat writer for Padres.com. AJ, um, we have to talk balk because there was an interesting balk during the Pirates-Padres game recently, and... Um, Andy Green got thrown out, and I have to say that I agree with why he was so bad. So let's first talk about what led up to uh, the umpires doing what they did on on the actual ball. Yeah, so I'm not sure you'll ever get Andy Green to say uh, that it was the right call, but in my opinion, at least, I thought it was the right call, ultimately, that they, that they called a balk. Uh, you could see his back foot come off the, come off the ground entirely. That's kind of irrelevant in this whole situation. I mean, I think it's more about the fact that they initially called it a balk. They all got together and decided, hey, you know what? With what we saw with, with these four minds put together, we don't think it was a balk based on whatever evidence they had. And then Clint Hurdle comes out, and essentially the first time he comes out, he's allowed to give an explanation. Well, he gets his explanation, and he comes out and argues again. Ultimately, they get together again and change their minds again, which I've, I've never seen a call – overturned two separate times, uh, one time after the manager comes out and argues it. And so uh, I, I don't think Andy Green was so much upset with the call. Uh, it, it, like I said, it may have been the right call. I mean, we all know the balk rule. There's so many there's so many stipulations that go into it, so it may or may not have been. Uh, it's just kind of the way it all went down. And, and you know what? It kind of He said he wasn't doing it to light a fire under the Padres, but I think it had that effect. Yeah, well, I think that one of the reasons, well, one of the main rules about a balk is that you're not allowed to argue it, right? I mean, isn't that yes. a, an immediate ejection if you come out to argue that? And I think that was where Andy just lost his mind, that he that mm-hmm. Clint Hurdle wasn't being penalized for this, correct? Yeah, and so it, it's it's understandable. If, if you watch the whole sequence again, and the sequence lasted forever, it seems like, Right. Uh, Clint Hurdle is more than entitled to come out and get an explanation, get an explanation for why the umpires changed their mind, what ultimately led to their decision to change their mind. I mean, as the manager of the club, you'd expect that. But he goes back toward the dugout, then comes back out, and, and at that point he's already been given his explanation. So uh, through my understanding of the rules and through Andy Green's understanding of the rules, you're not allowed to argue a balk. He should have been injected right there. And after that, Andy Green went and got his money's worth. Yeah, well, it was yeah, it was pretty epic. I was pretty proud of Andy. Um, uh, I don't really know him very well. I only met him once, but it was. It was he he is one of the more even even keel, low key guys you'll ever see. In fact, there's a video of him when he was a minor league manager, kind of doing the same thing he did last night, and uh, and and none of the players have ever see, had said they've ever seen anything like that. So uh, now they have, and uh, you know what? It, it might have worked out for the it might work out for the better for the Padres. Yeah, no doubt. We might see some uh, some photography of like some still photos of his out, outrage, maybe pinned up on the walls of the clubhouse sometime. Um, <laughs> it, it was pretty epic. But um, it, it's okay. So Adam Rosales, and and this is I love this for a couple of different reasons. Number one, in spring training when I was at Padres camp, and I was only there for one day. But Andy Green tells the story about when he was a minor. It's toward the end of his minor league career. Um, and he had, and I can't remember the team that he had signed with. Maybe the, I think it was the Reds. Um, yeah. He was going to be in AAA with them. And Rosales was a minor leaguer. And he told, I guess the clubhouse guys kind of decide, uh, arrange, like, who your roommates are. And so Green tells whoever's working for the team, 
put me with the cleanest living guy, the cleanest guy and the cleanest living guy. That's who I want to room with. And they put him with Adam Rizal. So the two of them were actually minor league roommates. So I love that. I asked Adam about it later, and he was just, like, kind of very, like, aw shucks. But, you know, he didn't seem to really want to talk about it. But he was very, <laughs> he was very flattered that somebody said that he was actually a guy that lives his life pretty well. So that being said, so Adam Rosales has – he hits a home run. And the reason why this is so great is because – he, uh, we can now track how fast he runs around the bases and where this falls into other trucks around the around the bases on a home run. And it needs to be said that he is the second fastest home run trot uh, in the Statcast era. So what? Um, I mean, this one obviously wasn't like trying to show anybody up. I mean, Adam Rosales is just like really kind, gentle uh, soul. So why does he run so fast? That's that's just the way he's always played, and it's it's interesting because he's like. I, he, he finished second on the Statcast leaderboard. If he hits, I don't know how many home runs he's going to end the season with, but say he ends the season with six or seven home runs, all six or seven of them are going to end up in the top 25 on the Statcast leaderboard. He he sprints down to first base on walks. I know that's something that can be tracked. I don't know if we do track it, but from home to first on walks, I guarantee you he's the fastest average time. So he, that's just kind of the way he plays the game. It's kind of refreshing, and he's like like you said, he's not showing anyone up. He's sprinting around the bases and he's getting back in the dugout as fast as he can and high fiving his teammates. Uh, it, it, it's kind of cool to see. It's it's funny because I think I read a comment from a player like it would be funny if like the third base coach waved him home instead of high fived him because <laughs> he was running so fast. All right, let's end this just talking quickly about Tyson Ross. His return was late, so what is the latest on him? Well. Throwing, so that's good news, and I think it really comes down to how he feels once he gets throwing again. They were they were extra cautious with him uh, at the beginning. I think they were even considering whether or not they should put him on the disabled list. Uh, they did, and obviously today is the day that he would have been if, if with the uh, retroactive uh, placement on the disabled list on April fifth. Today is the, uh, the day he could have been back, but he's not. Um, and so I think they're kind of hopeful that he'll he'll throw. Uh, maybe get in a minors game, I don't know, uh, and then he could be back at the beginning of May. Okay, good stuff. We'll keep our eye on it. Thank you so much, AJ. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Thanks for having me. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.